and welcome to the Glacially Musical Podcast and YouTube Extravaganza. It is, of course, beer, metal, and swearing. I am Nick Cameron, joined by, and I didn't think of think anything ahead of time. So, my good friend Keefy Chakas. No doing? pants, Keefy. That's what we're going to call us today. No pants. I'm wearing pants. I thought I'm about shorts, but I'm not. Arguably wearing shorts. not wearing pants. Uh, I'm going to hit my beer check. Since we're on the regular, I don't know if anybody noticed, but I'm in a different, if you're watching the video, I'm in a different spot. And if you look behind my head, you can see one of my favorite game-worn hockey jerseys. What is the ECHL? The, at the time, East Coast Hockey League. Now it doesn't mean anything because they're everywhere. At the time they were on the East Coast, now it's coast to coast. But um, my beer check this week is the... Boulevard Brewing Space Camper Star Haze India Pale Ale. I know I've said many times I'm not a big fan of the hazy, but as time has gone on and I have drunk every single regular IPA that I like, I have to drink the hazy ones too. I feel that deeply. I was just at the beer store before our previous recording and I passed on a bunch of interesting hazies and I got a brand new beer I've never had before. This is the Crux IPA. Ooh. Uh, Crux Fermentation Project. Uh, an Everyday India Pale Ale. That's a session um, one. Yeah, and so this is... That's probably good for you today. Probably good for me today after I've been drinking a lot of Metallica whiskey. I need something else. I'm just trying to like the can's a little interesting to read. It's a little darker in here than normal. This is 5.8 alcohol by volume, 50 IBU, if that means anything to you. 50, 50, that's uh, nicely bitter. I've got, mine is, do, 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 do I have IBUs on mine? And this is a 5.9% alcohol by volume. And they did not appear to put the IBUs on here, but I'm going to guess it's about 60 well, Based you, on, get, you get 0.1% more alcohol than me because you're 0.1 more percent cute than I am. Ooh. Uh, oh, that's a good one, right? Right in the That's a good one. one. That's a good one. Now, I'm not a big bitter beer person, but I obviously I do. This is uh, an IPA is my joint, so let's check it out. Mm, that's good. That's really This good. one by Boulevard. Boulevard is a Kansas City brewery. So drinking local drinking missouri beer it's got a lovely citrusy flavor to it nice hoppy grapefruit which makes you feel happy so i'm fine with that i like to make be made to feel happy that sounds like a plan bro all right i don't have a vinyl check this week and i'll explain that after yours <laughs> i was gonna feign surprise but <laughs> i i do have a vinyl check or maybe we shouldn't do a vinyl check at all because this is a chaser about vinyl so what do you say Vinyl check or no? I can always save this for next week. You want to save it till next week? Save it till next week. I will. The right. Letterman wing the vinyl across the room. I just pretended <laughs> to. But uh, okay. like the cue cards. So everyone has heard this. Everyone listening to this podcast or watching this on YouTube, which I'm going to recommend you turn on YouTube this week if you don't normally, because you're going to get a lot more out of this. But, nor you know, we've all heard the story about me finding my father-in-law's records and how they had been missing for quite some time. And it, it was a really big deal in my family. You know, I got a, a frantic text message from my wife. I found them, I found them, come over here now and help me get them out of here. So we got three giant boxes of records and that's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's, that's frankly a lot. And in time, anybody who's seen the wall of records that I've sat behind before, there's going to be another one of those calyxes put up in order to put up his records. He's going to have a section for, for his, um, except for the ones that I pulled out and slid into my own. We'll see how many make it over there. But, and the first weekend we were in this house when we had them, my wife and I stayed up till about two or three in the morning, just being silly in looking at every single record. There were some particular ones she was looking for, specifically the Carpenter's Christmas album, which you're not gonna see today. It is over there, we did find it. Uh, Chicago, 
I don't know the number of the album because it's, you know, Chicago numbers, but it's the one with the brown cover, which we found in an antique mall. We didn't find that one. So we don't know even if we found them all, but we probably found in total between 350 and 400 total albums. What I am going to be pulling out tonight is the highlights. Because if we went through every single album or even a single box of these records, it would be a three to four hour minimum podcast. So it's going to be long as it is, but uh, we will start at the beginning. The albums that I have pulled out and slid into my racks. Sliding into those DMs, y'all. I got drip, I got flow, I got swag, right? The kid says I got none of it, but what does she know? She's, She's 11. So the first one, if you have the Black Album, it implies the Black Album implies the existence of the White Album by the Beatles. So quick, it's got a nice gatefold, all that good stuff. It's these records have not been played in 15 years primarily, but look at that. They That's are clean, Christine looking. They are shiny. They are wonderful. My wife has insisted that anything we have doubles of, we use her dad's record and not the one we had before because it'll be in better shape. Are you going, what are you going to do with your leftovers? What are you you defining as leftovers? What what are you going to, if you have doubles and you're keeping, uh, I don't know. Father-in-law's FILs. Uh, I'll tell you that I'm going to give my father-in-law's copy of Johnny Cash, full, uh, live at Folsom Prison, my best friend Chris, who does not listen to this jerk. Some best friend. Yeah, but he does text me while, while we're doing it, though. So I don't that's not helpful at all. It's distracting. It is. Um, here's another question before you sally forth on this. Okay. So let's say the listener out there following our podcast, and thank you for listening and, and rating and liking and subscribing and commenting. Let's say they have records they haven't touched in a long time. Now, so far, this very first one you've pulled out is Pristine. Mm-hmm. Is there any tips or advice you can give? I don't want to say restoration because that's a little extreme and implies other things, but rejuvenation. Hey, this record's not been played in like ever. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Is there, You just put it right on the turntable as is. Do you do the typical you clean it. washing? You clean it? Clean it. Like this, this, this next one I'm going to pull out has been cleaned. And here's how you can tell. So Disraeli Gears by Cream, something I have been looking forward to for looking for for a very long time. You can tell I have already cleaned it. It is in the non-static slip cover or inner sleeve. And as you can see, it is a little bit cleaner than the White Album. It is immaculate, another immaculate record. And the thing is, is it's not magnetic, it's not laser, it's not any of that stuff like later formats. So all you need to do is, is whack it on your, your wet cleaner, and you can throw it right on the turntable, and it's fine. If I'm, it's I'm got still... a lot going on, clean it multiple times. I'm struggling on the cleaning. I'm struggling on the cleaning. It is such a pain in the ass, but it's so worth it. I don't know how to apply the water. I don't know what grade of towel. I'm scared about having a towel that's going to scratch my records. Okay, okay. Overthinking this shit. You are overthinking the towel. Just get a fucking towel. I use towels that I wipe myself off with. I'm not kidding. I do. I shouldn't, but I do. The scratching of the towels is not the concern that... The biggest concern from the towel isn't scratching it, but it's actually getting fuzzy bits in the grooves. But I've not had that problem. So I, I would suggest, and I have cleaned, I have done about 750, 800 cleanings. So I don't think there's an issue there. Uh, moving on. Pearls by Janet, by Janice Jackson. I almost said Janet Jackson. <laughs> Sorry. What the heck? Yeah, I know. Another one, already cleaned it. This, this one has been living on my shelf. The, I don't know how well you can see this, but the mm. groove, you can, when a record is properly cleaned and maintained, you can actually see the grooves. You can actually see the, the bumps and, and all that kind of cool stuff down there. Now, these I think I showed on a vinyl check. 
and I stopped doing them. So I'm going to move a little bit quicker through here. Uh, next up, we got Michael Jackson, Bad. Uh, I don't know if I have any interest in listening to this one, but I, I guess I can now. Uh, and then, of course, Thriller, which if you're my age, that chip was amazing. Now, cool one. Paul Simon, Graceland, featuring the great track, You Can Call Me Al. The with the video featuring... I mean, look at that. That is yeah, this has not been this has not been cleaned even. I'm not gonna clean it. it doesn't need it. That's insane. Yeah. And this is a, an album from 1989. 1989 is when the record industry changed. And it was, it's I'm sorry, it was after the change. When the recording when the record industry became the recording industry, and it wasn't about records as much as it was recorded music when everything switched to cassettes. And you know what? I, I know people love cassettes, but I don't get it. It is a really... I have a lot of... I, you know, nostalgia is a gift and a curse. Cassettes were fun. They were portable. They were amazing. I carried my Denon cassette sleeve with me everywhere in high school. And it was the same, more or less the same bunch of tapes and mixtapes I had. And I struggled to find like 20 good metal bands at the time in 1988 and 87. And now there's 2 million. But um, tape is a terrible format. If you like high quality sound and longevity, it's horrible. It, it's a bad format if you like music. <laughs> if you have plasma in your body, it's a terrible format. Do you like breathing air and wearing shoes and days that end in Y? Don't buy tapes. For you. Tapes are not for you. Tapes are good for one thing. Throwing out. Means... <laughs> <laughs> out the window as you drive right. by the home of your enemy. Okay, okay, big fat Polly. Tapes are good for two things. They are good for throwing out the window. Perfect for that. Throwing at your enemies. Two, they're great for making mixtapes that you're going to tape over. That's fair. You know However, what? why make a mixtape? It's 2022. You've got a phone. You have Spotify if you're not Nick. You Here's a fun thing. <laughs> Here's a fun thing, and or Bandcamp. I think that's if you if Bandcamp was smart, you'd be able to make like a Bandcamp mixtape. That's got to be the, the next generation thing for them. By the way, fun fact: I used to f like where I need my pen to do my homework or my pencil. Oh, where was my last cassette tape that I was rewinding? Because it got Ooh, eaten in my yeah. Walkman. So. All right, all right, all right. Fuck cassette tapes. Let's move on. Uh, next is Blood, Sweat, and Tears Greatest Hits. This one is still in the shrink wrap. Uh, I will advise you always to rip the shrink wrap off, regardless. I started of to finally, yeah. Um, this is I had this on cassette. One of my mother's fiancés gave it to me on cassette, and I never listened what to is, it. What is that? Blood, sweat, and tears. Okay. Greatest hits. There's a lot of greatest Can hits you in this collection. Read, read off some of those hits for those that don't know the songs. I don't know them. Uh, and when I die, Lisa, listen to me. You've made me so very happy. That's the one, everybody. You made whoa. me so... Whoa, whoa, Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's Don't talk. One. Don't talk. Don't talk. And when I die, Lisa, listen to me. You've made me so very happy. Go down gambling, spinning the wheel. I can't quit her. It's like there's a story in the titles. All right. I don't know any of those songs. You know the one I just sang, because everybody yeah. knows that one. Uh, this is another one of my, fav my father-in-law's favorites, and... People our age will also uh, get a little bit of a nostalgia chubby on this one. Huey Lewis and the News. Sports. Uh, he did leave the shrink wrap on. He did that in order to, to protect them. But on some records, it's okay. On some, it's not. This has got a little bit of a fuzzy needs of cleaning. I've got another copy of this. My wife insisted that we had a copy of it because she loved it so much. It was one of her, her, my father-in-law was actually an amazing singer and he sang basically 80% of the time he was talking. So we'd be driving down the street and he would sing the street signs. He would sing the road signs. He would sing the names of the restaurants you saw. And Huey Lewis was someone he truly loved. Uh, Ike and Tina Turner. Oopoo Padu. I am not um, familiar with that record. I like the cover, though. Oh, it's got Shake a Tail Feather. You must okay. believe me. Early in the morning, all I can do is cry. Somewhere somebody needs you. Keep on pushing. You're no good. This guy, you're no good. 
it sucks this, how bad Ike Turner is as a person because he's such a genius musically. Uh, this is a cutout. Explain what a cutout is to people. Uh, back in the olden days, when mu- music was never well, music has never been a product like everything else is. Where you call the manufacturer and you say, "Give me fifteen pieces of product number SBN B twenty eight C," and then you pay them for that and you put those on your shelf. No, the record labels would send them to you, and then as you sold them, you paid the labels. Then what did not sell was called a cutout on uh, LPs. Typically, they would chop a corner like that. This is actually a very small corner chop, or they would put a little cut in the side right here because it wouldn't hit the record. And then those would be sent back to the record label. And then the record label would send those back out as cutouts. And instead of like, this one was sold for 50 cents. This album was sold at a local department store venture, which no longer exists. Although I live near an old venture, it's now a thrift shop, but they were sold for 50 cents, two for a dollar. I bought, uh, I actually got a copy of, and cutouts continued through the CD era. I got a copy of In the Shadows by Merciful Fate. Yes, In the Shadows that has a, uh, it's a cutout. And the problem with cutout is musicians made no royalties on cutouts because they were sold for about a tenth of the price. Basically, a cutout is sold for manufacturing costs. Anyway, moving on. Temptations, greatest hits. Uh, another cutout. This is the, the the slit cutout, not the chop. Uh, the way you do, the way you do the things you do. My girl ain't too proud to beg. Get ready, skin deep. Since I lost my baby, blah 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 blah. Uh, I will say this about the Temptations. I'm going to agree with Mitch Hedberg. I don't find it hard listening to the temp- I don't find it hard to not listen to the Temptations, which I think is weird. Hmm. Uh, let's see, War, Love is All Around. What's on this bad dog? Oh my God, I have never seen what these dudes look like. <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. War heroes. That's great. Uh, let's see, is Lowrider on here? Because I'm pretty sweet. Day in the Life, Paint It Black? They did a lot of covers in their own style. Yeah, there's only two tracks on this side. Maybe it's an EP. They did Paint It Black for 10 minutes. Uh, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I know what's going on the turntable tonight. Uh, Love is All Around, Tobacco Road, Home Dream, and Magic Mountain. Nope, no lowrider. I am interested in the excessively long version of uh, Paint of Black, though. All right, moving on. Bette Midler. Divine Madness. The Divine Miss M. She is on Mount Rushmore. That is kind of hilarious. And the back cover her as a mermaid. Mm. Uh, Look at what a babe she was back then. Back then? I mean, she's like 75 now. Okay, I don't care. Uh... I'm like Krusty the Clown. I'll get you, Midler! Oh, another cutout. Mm. I think a lot of these were purchased when... So what year is this record? Uh, let's pull it out. Ooh, Atlantic. I love... Oh, just for the record, in case you did not know, for the record. The term record label comes from the label on the record. And that is the iconic Atlantic Records label right there. Uh, this is 1980. So, God, these are in such good shape. He, this, you know, like I said, the man told me he wouldn't lend me a Janis Joplin Greatest Hits that I could have replaced for $5 because he was worried I wouldn't take care of it. Really, what it was was, Nick, I don't know where it is. I'm old and confused, son. We only learn that later. Now, where do you put baby? Not in the corner. Not in the corner. Dirty Dancing. The soundtrack. Great, sound, great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. hype sticker. Hype sticker. Are you going to peel that hype sticker off the plastic after all these years and put it on the vinyl? I hope not. Not on the vinyl. Typically what I do is... I mean on the sleeve. Sorry, the jacket. 
I'll do that, but okay. this is you, these are too old to get off. Uh, okay. That wasn't a pun, on. by the way. That was actually an observation, everybody. Continuing. The Beatles. Mm. Uh, that would be the Beatles, by the way. This is Hey Jude, which I didn't know Hey Jude was an album. What I don't know about the Beatles, you could just about squeeze into the Grand fucking Canyon. Mm, this one's a little beat up. That's the Apple, okay. yeah, Apple, the Apple Records logo. logo. Yeah, it's brilliant. That might be worth some money there, my friends. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the thing about records, what do, you, what do you think the most valuable record I own is that you've seen? The Gore that you paid a million dollars for. That is correct. What's number two? You've told me, and I can't remember. Coverdale Page. Yes, the Brazilian one, right, or Japanese? Brazilian. Uh, the other, the other, the other most valuable one is Japanese, but it, it's a special Japanese pressing, which I'm not going to count that. That's a Brazilian weird. emphasis on the zillion, by the way. Uh, the reason why it was Brazilian is because there was no American pressing. Soon, soon enough. Yeah, I'm there's like that guy in the meme behind the tree. I'm like, hmm. I actually might buy that, and I don't want to. I know you will. You might buy it. And the sun will come up tomorrow. Oh, shut up. Continuing. More Beatles. The yeah. Beatles. Uh, introducing the Beatles. I saw her standing there. Might Misery, be Anna, Chains, their, Boys. Yeah, their first record, possibly. Is it? Might be. I haven't cataloged these yet. This is on VJ Records. But the thing about the, the records like this, they're not worth as much as you might think they are. They have intrinsic value, which is in turn turned around into monetary value, but they don't have collectability value because there's lots of them. Mm. You can get Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon $7.50 if you look for it hard enough because they sold 40 million of them. Right. All right, moving on. Now we had the Fab Four, now the Prefab Four. The Clever. Monkeys. Jokes. Greatest hits. They have many. I love the monkeys. No, no shame, no shade. Nor should you. Oh my lord, this is in such good shape. This is on the sound price. Younger listeners may not remember a time when there were budget albums that were released. They, my first copy of Black Sabbath Paranoid was a. It wasn't sound price. It was uh, right price, I believe it was. Yeah, I used to get the nice price. That was nice price. That's the one. Thank you. The nice a, price. Nice price. I had a nice price copy of uh, Black Sabbath Paradise. AKA sixty percent off because we get them recoup something. Correct. We can't recoup or, on these records. Or it's uh, AKA half off because we repress these with nothing in it. It's just the media and a cover. Indeed. All right, moving on. The very best of Manhattan Transfer. Ooh, I have seen Manhattan Transfer in concert. Oh my God! Okay, if you're not okay, I'm going to take the I'm and gonna, I don't I'm, take wheat germ in the morning. I'm actually going to. I'm, I'm, I I say take the the, the, the things off. I'm taking it off now. Of this one because for one reason and one reason only. Uh, if you're not on YouTube. You made a smart choice. If you're on YouTube, I'm sorry, because you have to see this. What in the shit is going on here? I don't know. Who dressed these people? I don't want to know. Shoot. Oh, my God. They're a jazz Twilight vocal Zone. group. It doesn't they matter did what they Twilight Zone? Okay, so you got one of them in a leopard. This is a dude, by the way, a balding dude in a leopard skin blouse with slacks that have leopard skins up this... Leopard skin, oh, was that piping? Uh, you got a lady with a forelock in what looks like a Nike jacket from 1988. However, this is from like 1977, so I'm confused. She must be a time traveler. Oh, I'm, I'm done. Moving on. Game blouses. Okay. Now we've got the man, the myth, the legend. Gets by with a little help from his friends. Nice. Joe Cocker. Uh, fun time. Watch. What? Is that an actual chicken he's holding or is it airbrushed on? No, that is not a chicken. That is the the 
the the remnants of the the budget price sticker. Oh, sorry. I thought it was a chicken. Wow, this is uh, Joe Cocker from his not great years, late seventies. <laughs> Whoops. My father-in-law was a bargain hunter. All right, moving on. Elvis greatest hits. Don't care. The Carpenters. Dude. A kind of a hush. Mm, I don't know any of the songs on this one. I kind of want to do a Carpenters run. Oh, fuck me. I mean, You're going to have to take me out for a steak for that. Uh, moving on. Captain and Tennille. This, he got a vintage vinyl. I talked about vintage vinyl last week. <clears throat> What's that say? Can you see it? I can't. Sorry. I'm drunk and I can't read. 99, 99 cents. cents. Okay. Sorry. Thanks. It's got Love Will Keep Us Together, Disney Girls, The Way I Want to Touch You, Cuddle Up, The Good Songs, God Only Knows, Honey Come On and Love Me, Feel Like a Man, Body Bounce, Gentle Stranger, and I Write the Songs. Oh my God. Look at him. That is swag. That guy's got drip. Does look he? Yeah. Look, I mean, dude, the hat. And the babe. I would be like, dude, blink and twice. Blink twice if you're in danger. Her or him? Him. <laughs> she is. I would say this about uh, Tennille. Tony Tennille, never not fucking smiling. A creepy, way too happy medicated smile. Might have been drugs. She's a fantastic singer, but like always. They just smile. got divorced, actually. For real? Yeah, like after 750 years of marriage. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> Imagine doing like fifty years with that person and being like, "Fuck this." What? What? Why would you even at that point? Like, Jesus. At that point, you're just waiting for the cold grip of death. Anyway, swiftly. At that point, you're just waiting for the sweet release of death. Moving on, Leonard Bernstein. Dude, I love Rhapsody that. in Blue and American Paris. I got to see Leonard Bernstein conduct an orchestra. I'm fucking old. Do you think this has anything to do with the werewolf? No, American in Paris is an incredible musical. Oh. And he, I, I don't know, he might have wrote it. I'm not so sure. No, it's not about the werewolves. No, the American I love werewolves. werewolves. I love werewolves. Uh, funny story, the first werewolf movie I ever saw was an American werewolf in London. Ah. Was terrified and had to leave early. Sorry, stepsister. All right, here we go. Chicago, greatest hits. Which we one? We have hype sticker. Greatest which hits. One? But they have many, so you got to read song titles to see which one it is. Uh, I got to actually pull the eighties or seventies. That's how you know, or sixties. Mm. Does anybody really know what time it is? Color my world. Sixties, seventies. Feeling stronger every day. Saturday in the park, just you and me. Make me smile. Wishing you were here. Beginnings. I've been searching so long. Call on me. Wow, the hype sticker has every every fucking track. It's not what a hype sticker is. It's I mean, they have list. a lot of they have a lot of hit singles from that era, so that's why. That's fair. All right, we're continuing. Thank you, everybody, for paying attention. I'm trying to go quick. Uh, more Chicago. This is nice. This is I have that lost. one. I have that one in a beat up copy Eightfold. of that one. Is that, uh, is that this two is or three? Six. Oh, sorry. So this is when Chicago got lazy and it's only one record. They couldn't kick out 28, you know, they couldn't kick out 90 minutes of music that week. The Eagles greatest hits with hype sticker. This was purchased adventure. I was going to interrupt and say still a top five selling album of all time. That record. How many times have you bought it? At least three or four times. Same. At least three or four times. Box set, CD, digital, iTunes back in the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, this was purchased at Venture for four dollars. Hmm. Continuing on, the Everly Brothers reunion concert. Now that's pretty sweet. Hmm. Recorded at the Albert Hall. Hmm. Look at these jackasses wearing tuxedos like they matter. Stop it! I'm sorry. They were some of the greatest songwriters ever. They are. Price of Love, Walk the Walk Right Back, Claudette, Crying in the Rain. Uh, where is it? Where's Unchained Melody? Maybe I didn't play it. You motherfuckers. 
Seriously. Could have never... like, maybe they played it and it couldn't be on the record and released on a record again. Because... Oh, yeah. They, it couldn't be on – their biggest song couldn't be on the record. Because somebody else might have wrote it or owned it. Uh, by the way, no Don Everly, no Aaron Everly, no Sweet Child of Mine or Don't Cry or November Rain. So, hey, you Yeah, know, I don't need Don't Cry. I do. I'm only about halfway in on November Rain, honestly. All right, moving on. Uh, the Four Tops, live and, in, live and in concert. As you said, I'm sorry, I got hazy <coughs> grapefruit IPA in my whip. Don't do that. Uh, as you said last week, the 70s was the era of the live album. Another cutout even. Um, <clears throat> and for the record, cutouts do not necessarily lower the value if you care about such things. More for tops. Uh, ooh, the Isley Brothers. Shout, shout part two. Yes, indeed. How deep is the ocean? Other songs, probably by them. Uh, Aretha Franklin from the 60s. This is I'm uh, Soul 69. This is either going to be a live record or a greatest hits, I would guess. It does not have respect. I'm gonna say that. Hang on, let me move these records over. Yeah. Sorry, there's still a bunch left. Uh, Aretha in Paris. Aretha now. Back then. Well, yeah. Now. Now she's arresting. In the past. Yes. Respect. No pun intended. Oh. Billy Holiday? Hell yeah. What's on there? Let's go. Oh, this is self-titled. My man, lover man, I cover the waterfront. Don't explain. Them, their eyes. Oh. If you can't, if you can listen to them, their eyes and not feel, fuck you. <laughs> That's what she would uh, say. Can't take that away from me. Swing, brother, swing. Do nothing to you hear from me. Love her come back. Same old story. Hmm. Best yeah, singer she, ever. Best I, I'm sorry. I get chills just thinking about them there. Yeah, she's the best singer ever. Uh, change, you can't change my mind. Uh, Nikki Howard. I think this is in the short list because my wife said so. Okay. The short no list idea. To, get, to get rid of? No, to keep. To oh, go away to the... <laughs> uh, sorry, Mrs. K. Mrs. C. Sorry. Uh, Michael Jackson. Ben. Ben. That's For a rat. Rat Ophiles. Yeah, it's, there was a movie about a, a pet rat, and he sang the theme song. It was his first solo hit song by himself. It's it's okay. He was like 11. Not a fan. You probably could sell that for a lot of money, once again. The best of the guess who? Hmm. So American Woman ten times? What? Just the just the three. What's the what's the line from Almost Famous? Give me the guess who. They have the courage to be drunken buffoons, which makes Which them makes poetic. them poetic. <laughs> All day, every day. Lester Bangs as played by Look, if you are not here for us to reference Almost Famous Or Clerks. Might be the wrong show. It could be the wrong show for you. All right, moving on. Don't pull your love out. What the heck? What the hell is this? What the? F- that sounds creepy. <laughs> Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and Reynolds. I don't know what this is. That's going in the donation box. No, this 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 went into the the short list to listen to. All right, moving on. Tony Bennett. Great. Hell hits. yeah. More of Tony's greatest hits. Two ninety nine. When purchased. Uh, all right, everybody knows Tony Bennett. We're gonna put that. Oh, here we go. St. Louis legend Chuck Berry's greatest hits. Roll over Beethoven, Johnny B. Good, Sweet Little Sixteen, School Days, Maybelline, Rock and Roll Music, Ramblin' Rose, Carol. 
CC Rider in Memphis, Tennessee. No my dingling. Disappointing. I was thinking the same thing. No my dingling. No my dingling. Gonna... No. I guess no I'm just gonna... hits. You're missing one there, buddy. I guess I'm just gonna have to do a everybody Michael Jackson. Everybody like to. Everybody like to play with it. My dingling. I, it... just... I think I'm just gonna have to pull a Michael Jackson on and uh, think about my dingling. The song, obviously. Ouch. Do the twist with Ray Charles. Interesting. There was a period of time after the sensation of the twist dance that everyone had a twist record. Do not forget, in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, up until like Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd destroyed the world, the the music industry was largely, oh, here's the hit song. Everyone on the label is going to sing this song. We're all going to do it. Metallica, do a twist riff right now. (laughs) I have Waylon Jennings singing Folsom Prison Blues. I have Chris Christopherson singing a Waylon Jennings tune. I mean, it, that, that was how it was back then. Yeah. Uh, the man's greatest hits, Ray Charles. Very good. Worth owning. Ooh, Chubby Checker. And, and what's that? Gary U.S. Bonds also. Is that Ooh. two greatest hits on that one album? That's it. Look at the front. That's your oh, two yeah. greatest hits on one album. That's another old one. Like, we don't have enough for two sides of an album. Let's put two greatest hits on one album. Yeah, Chubby Checker on one side, Gary U.S. Bonds on the other. That's worth listening to. Uh, another cutout. Cut it out, Uncle Jesse. That was Dave Coulier. It is. Uncle Joey. You, you Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette is about uh, Also, the star of Nickelodeon's Out of Control. Mm-hmm. Which is where Cut It Out came from. No way. I, I watched a lot of Nickelodeon. That's terrible. Uh, Nat hey, King Cole. The greatest. Nat King Cole. What's on there? Let's read the tracks. Uh, these Foolish Things. Again, Coquette. Tenderly. Sweet Lorraine. Smile. Who's Sorry Now? Let's Fall in Love. When You're Smiling. Answer Me, My Love. Stardust. Tell Me About Yourself. Never Let Me Go. Unforgettable. You Stepped Out of a Dream. Ain't Misbehaving. Once in a While. There Will Never Be Another, another You. Warm and willing, love is a many splendored thing. Twenty greatest hits. No, either these are short tunes or oh, they're real short. Never mind. Yeah, they're all like two, three minutes. But no paper money was his big. They're all like two. They're all like one and a half to two. Okay. Uh, Linda Ronstadt, greatest hits. Very underrated, Linda Ronstadt. Great vocalist. Uh, Wife and I actually picked up quite a bit of Linda Ronstadt at uh, antique malls and the like over the years. My name is Barbara, Barbara Streisand, old timey, super hot Barbara Streisand. Oh, she was so gorgeous. At the risk of wrecking my entire reputation as a person, I have been I have been force fed so much Barbara Streisand and Barry Manilow as a small child. It's a miracle. I'm not drowning in penises right this second. And I recognize I say that, as I said, in San Francisco. But really, I was just overwhelmed with... Wow, apparently we just turned on Eddie Murphy's Raw. <laughs> kind of. Explain that to your photo, Matt dealer. Go ahead. Tina Turner. Ooh. What's love got to do? Look at how gorgeous she is on that album cover. Oh, my goodness. Another St. Louis legend. Tina, keep can... the heels on, by the way, when you come to bed, honey. Keep them on. Don't don't take them off. I'm just going to say, look. At, I don't know if you can see the quality there, but... Yeah. I have not cleaned this. This is... Jesus Christ. Sounds like your father-in-law had an immaculate home. Yeah. His, his wife. I'll leave it at that. The items were ex- stored in a, in a good place, apparently. I am excited to listen to this. <clears throat> I mean, that... And just for the record, I don't know if I've made this clear or not, but my father-in-law and I had a spectacular, wonderful relationship. And frankly, I miss him every day. He died in, uh, he died on my birthday That's in 2020. Brutal. Sorry. So I'll call this his last gift. There you go. Oh, let me move these out of the way. We still got... Well, we're about halfway. So, if you have any questions, comments, don't hesitate to ask. 
Jim Croce. Make, don't make uh, Nick some offers on these in the comments. Oh, hell no. None of these will be sold. You don't mess around with Jim. You don't. It's a gr- Jim Croce's greatest hits. You also don't mess around drunk on a motorcycle. Because then you end up like Jim. Oh. Keefe's been drinking. I'm going to go ahead and do a CYA <laughs> on Keefe. I have been. Not for nothing. Uh, it's the most alcohol I've had in a long time today. And it's day drinking, too. But it was with a purpose. It wasn't from, you know, poor behavior. Moving on. I- I'm just drinking because I got COVID and I don't care. Uh, Peter Frampton. Ugh. What? He's all right. This is I'm In You? No. Oh, my God. That is the title. <laughs> <laughs> this is the follow-up. Uncle. 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 <laughs> In you, right. you know, I put it down. Do you feel like I do? Oh, next, next, next. We're moving. Go ahead. Barbara Streisand again. Oof. Superman. Goodness, what are the socks? And, oh, and the booty. Look at the booty. Wow. Let's look at the front and the back. All right. All right. Never thought I'd be talking about Barbara that way again, but I guess I am straight. This has two. Two got, inserts? Yeah, it's got two inserts, but only one record. Wow, look at the bottom biscuits. That's on what that. I'm saying, man. She was she was hitting the matzo bry. I'm going to be honest. I never thought I was going to phrase bottom biscuits regarding Barbara Streisand, but here mm-hmm. we are. I do like the sky blue color. That's nice. I don't. I, I can't figure out what's on here, so. Doesn't Moving on. All right. Now we're going to get some triple motherfucking platinum. Oh, shit. Yeah. Billy man. Joel, an innocent man. man Tell her about on. it. Uptown Girl, Longest Time. You don't I love, love those songs? Time. You are dead inside. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. I love all those also songs. Also available on cassette. <laughs> it was the early 80s. What do you want, man? Mm. All right, here we go. Dean Martin. Dino. Speaking of, speaking of whiskey, Dino. Uh, when my mother, my mother and I was only eating upstairs with us one time since we moved in and I promised her Dean Martin on the record player. There you go. Ooh, American Pie. That is a classic. This is a double. I already got is, is Vincent also on there? Yes, that, it is. I may like that more than American Pie, to be honest with you. Uh, I never really paid much attention to the rest of this record, to be honest with you. Okay. I have a copy of it that I bought years ago. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Here's some classics. Roy mm. Orbison's greatest hits. Great voice. Pretty Woman isn't on this. Ah, interesting. Greatest hits by Roy Orbison. No Pretty Woman. Hopefully somebody got fired. More Roy Orbison. I have the glasses. That's an iconic album cover right there. Another cutout. Another cutout. Oh, did, this they, actually did they is... use a tool to make that oh, cut out? Look, yeah, this is unopened. Nice. So, chicken-hearted, devil doll, domino, ooby-dooby, trying to get to you. You're going to cry. You're my baby. Go, go, go. I never knew, and it's too late. I don't know any of those songs. I guess that's why it's unopened. Mm. Ooh, here we go. Elvis loves songs. Go to hell, Elvis. Elvis was a hero the most. Oh, I don't like shit to me. Lionel Richie. Yo, this record was the shit in 1983 or 4. Oh, yeah. All the hits are on there, dude. All the hits. Hello? Look, any, any Lionel Richie song you know that is not Brick House is on this record. I mean, record. he wrote, yeah, he wrote all the Commodore stuff, Easy, Brick House, but also, like, yeah, everything is on that, Jim. Can't slow down all night long. Penny lovers stuck on you. Love will find a way. The only one running with the night. And to finish it off, to put the exclamation point on this diamond record. Hello. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? If you don't like Nicole Richie, it's that record's fault that has enabled her rich lifestyle. (sighs) Think about that. I I, I need a minute. I'm I'm, I'm verklempt. 
I'm gonna drink. Talk amongst yourselves. Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Discuss. I'm gonna crack open my last. Oh. Brew dog Hellcat. Hellcat. I'm looking to get one of those. Iron Maiden beer. They don't have them near me right now. I gotta maybe I can go to Bevmo because they had the Trooper, which I don't like much. Oh, it's way better now that it's warmed up a little bit. Oh, all right then. All right, anyway, moving on. Paul Simon. There goes the rhythm. There goes Ryman Simon. That is a terrible album name. Oh my god. Oh, I said there goes the rhythm, so I didn't even get it right. (laughs) That would be better. That is awful. Uh, Kodachrome, Tenderness, Take Me to Mardi Gras, Something So Right, One Man's Ceiling is Another Man's Floor. Hang on. Flip this over. American Tune, It Was a Sunny Day, Learn to Fall, St. Judy's Comet, St. Judy's Comet, and Loves Like a Rock. I don't know any of these songs. I know the Comet song. It's a minor... Of minor I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Paul Simon fan in the world, or a Paul Simon fan. Well, we just talked about how much you love Graceland, which you pulled out earlier. There is nothing better than You Can Call Me Al. I mean... Nothing? I mean, like... I think nothing from that month and that year. There wasn't stuff I already 89? Liked. Toxic Walls was 89. I mean, like... I said stuff I like. Oh. Apart from other things I like. You should like Toxic Walls. I, I love that song. That song's amazing. All right. The Graduate. There's some Paul Simon that's worth having right there. Do, 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 well, that's why he has this. Do, 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 do. Now we're getting into some more classics. Seems to you, Mrs. Old Blue Eyes. I love that. I love me some Sinatra and uh, very excited for the Mark Tremonti Sinatra record. If I could, real quickly, you know that thing where you say, are you, that's like, shh, list five concerts, but one is a lie. I always cheat by putting Sinatra in mine. I saw Frank Sinatra, though. So, so did I. Not a lie. Yeah, you did. But I was paid to, I was paid to be there. Oh, that's crazy. I worked at the I worked at the the arena. Oh, the venue. Yeah, the venue. Okay. Uh, James Taylor. Nice. I got a few of those. Uh, Anything of note? Greatest hits. This is That's I don't know James Taylor. Carolina on my mind. Fire and rain. Sweet baby James. None of those. No. Oh wait, sweet baby James. Yes. Fire and rain is not on there. Like, You've got a friend. That You've was got a why. friend, but fire and rain needs to be on there. No. That's his biggest hit. You got you got a friend is the song that my wife and father-in-law danced to in our wedding. Oh, that's cute. I'm sorry, I'm gonna get a little sappy. But no fire and rain. That's a sin. Andy Williams. Hey. Okay, moving on. Oh, here we go. Now like a second circumcision. <laughs> go ahead. It's about to get hot. You wanna get hot? You want to get hot? You want to dance? You want to boogie? You want to move up to the higher ground? Is it Nelly? Boom! Stevie! Stevie! Looking back. And this is apparently a triple record or some shit. I don't know. That'd be a greatest hits. Yeah, this is a triple. Holy crap. I like the layout, though. Oh, and it's another cutout. Another cutout. Interesting. Dude, if you could get a triple LP cutout... And by every single one of them forever. Mm. All right, now we're gonna. Now you ready? Hey, oh, the best. Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. Arguably his best record, that or Musicarium. Another double. So I got like five LPs of Stevie Wonder right here. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, A gathering of flowers, the anthology of the mamas and the papas. Interesting. My wife and her father love the Mamas and the Papas. Sure, great singing, pretty good songs. Free love. Baby. One of the things, one of the things my father-in-law loved was he loved female vocalists. Hmm. He loved female vocal groups. Captain, you know, if, if you think back to the stuff that we pulled that I pulled out, that's not rock. That's what it's been. Hmm. All right, here we go. Now I'm gonna get a little more interesting. George Harrison oh, nice. solo record. Good record. Good record. 
Uh, actually, the night we pulled this out, it went to the turntable. Mindset All New is on there. There's a yeah, few bands. I know, because it's got a hype sticker. It's on hype sticker. There's another big hit on there. I can't recall right now the name. but Oh, and if you're younger, you might not know what a hype sticker is. Could you explain that, Keithy? You barely I mean, talked. Yeah, they were they were marketing tools. They were put on, you know, on record sleeves and on the plastic to help push the records because you never you would never hear more than one song on a radio. You wouldn't get to know you didn't know if a record was good or not. You needed help being told what to buy. Correct. The powers so it would say featuring this single. Right. And every record that had a single had a hype sticker. Fair enough. Cat Stevens. Buddha and the Chocolate Box. Oh, oh, check this shit out. You see that? Two stickers. What does that say? Promotional copy, not for sale. This is a radio promo or a review promo. Oh, yep, you can tell because it's got, it's not a cutout, but it's this. A hole punch. Yep. Hmm. So this is... I mean, I'm not a big fan of Cat Stevens, but I know he is significant, to say the least. Mm. So I'm glad he's here. All right, moving on. Here's a funny story. Cindy Lauper. Great album. She's great. Uh, she's so unusual. When, my, when I got into records, I don't know how many people know this that are listening, but... I have only been a vinyl guy for now seven years. Mm-hmm. And we have about 1,200. So I'm clearly making up for lost time. No questions there. But my wife, this is not my father-in-law's record. Whose record is it? My wife's. All right. I try. But at some point, he put it in his box when he moved. So six years ago... My wife's asking, where's my Cindy Lauper record? I had it when I was a kid. It's got the shoes on the back. Ah, nice, yeah. The shoes. The, the Van Gogh painting souls. shoes, and that's the Coney Island mm-hmm. Space Needle Wonder Wheel. That's, uh, that's Starry Night shoes. on the Shoes. Yeah, and again, that wheel, you will see it on Typo Negative Records because that's where it comes from. Oh, very cool. So she kept saying, it's, it's got the shoes on it, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. But I'll look for it. It's not here. It's not here. So I ended up buying her a new copy on Japanese pressing. I didn't know there was a difference. I just thought it was cool. But that was actually the first Japanese pressing I bought. Now, the soundtrack to what I did as a 12-year-old in the courtyard after foul tipping strike two playing wiffle ball. Hey, terrible. Uh, Staying alive. Not a huge fan. Stop. What? Not a fan. Not a fan. Got John Travolta. The the movie's fine. Not a fan of the BGs. Not a fan of disco, except a handful of songs. Just not good. Yeah, here's the handful to be a fan of. It's all on this record. How can you not? Awful. Go ahead. Not a fan. I don't even want to go on anymore. Good thing we're almost done. Worth having. Great. Janis Joplin's Greatest Hits. I've actually already got a copy of this as well. This one is in far better, far, far better shape than mine. Mm. No question. And let's see, moving on. I mentioned this in the past in passing on the podcast. Some Thelonious Monk. Hell yeah. Have not actually listened to this yet. <clears throat> and a little bit more. T Monk. Nice. Two monks. Ah, 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 ah. Sorry. Bob Dylan. To get one. back home. I believe on this one he went electric. Mm-hmm. So it is not a big. Oh. If you can see it, 360 sound stereo on the label. I don't know if it actually has 360 sound. It seems impossible to do that with just two channels. 
physics and you know whatnot. Anything is possible back in the day with enough drugs. Or lies. Uh, another side of Bob Dylan. There's only a few. I don't know. I don't know how many other sides there could be. But. And the last of the evening. Ella Fitzgerald, 20 greatest hits. Bangers. She's the great. She's also arguably the greatest, maybe second greatest. Nice. In the mylar already, ready to go. What's on this bad boy? This Betty one Kate's has Marvel. It's Only a Paper Moon, Basin Street Blues. Didn't you you reference Paper Moon Paper on another Moon, record? Yeah. yeah, so that's a that's a Nat King Cole song originally that she uh, also did a version. Uh, again, yeah. to point to point Jazz out Paper. back in this time. Everybody you know, did the songbook. There, there's a reason why they call them standards. Uh, so then, Lover Come Back to Me, Seminal Journey, Oh Lady Be Good, I Can't Give You Anything But Love, Goody Goody, I Can't Get Started, Air Mail, Air Mail Special, Smooth Sailing, That Old Black Magic. That must be metal. April in Paris, not metal. Body and Soul, uh, Flying Home, for sentimental reasons. Uh, oh, no, How no. High the Moon. These are all great songs. They're all great. How High the Moon is on here. It's incredible. How High the Moon was also on the John 5 record that I, I vinyl checked last He does week. a lot of those covers. Uh, when I saw him the other night, he did a Mary Ford and Les Paul song. So, I'm kind of married. I, I have a uh, Les Paul, Mary Ford record, actually. Yeah, he's a fan. John 5. Uh, you'll never know. You have to swing it, taking a chance on love and Robin's nest. And again, the longest song, the longest song, is three minutes on the dot. So it's this is you know Ella is from a whole whole other era in the world. Mm. But that is. All of them that we pulled out for the short list. I feel spent and it's not even my records. There is a lot more. There's a lot of other cool stuff as well. There is. It's... Talk to me. You you have let yeah, yeah. me talk. Yeah. So now it's no, there's, there's not much to say. There's a, I did a commentary along. There's a lot of great stuff in there. Uh, your kid is going to get an earful of stuff she has likely never heard before. And it might change her life because, you know, definitely skip that Saturday Night Fever record. But everything oh. else, everything else is going to be awesome. I'm and, making uh, faces at Keefe because, you, you know what? Staying Alive is, it might be the greatest American song ever written. And I know the Bee Gees are Australian. No. Um... I really can't. I can't journey, and I can't BGs. I can't. Don't make me. You won't make me. Um, but those records are wonderful. Your father-in-law had great taste in music. You now are inheriting a lot of fantastic classic records. Great to have all those greatest hits to get a full flavor of. You could do a whole night of just the Monk, Ella, and Billy records. That would be sick. Like that's a whole night's listening right there. Those five records or whatever. And um, or Stevie. A whole Stevie deep dive, like you got a lot of cool avenues of ways to go with this. Um, there is so to. there is so much in here, both from my youth and from it, it's. <clears throat> Sorry, I, I get you yeah. talk. You talk. Yeah, no, there's just you know it's uh, you know music is a time machine. Not just whiskey is a time machine or beer, but music is a real time machine. It really will take you, take you places. Um, you know, this is awesome. Thanks for sharing this with us. Thanks for sharing it with our listeners. You didn't have to. It could be very tough. Um, you know, these are tough times, and uh, your father-in-law stays alive through the memories of having this music, and you'll be able to share it with the kid, and the kid will share it with someone else, and so forth and so on. I can remember when I told him, and my wife even that I was going to buy Disraeli Gears by Cream. My wife's response was, but you hate Eric Clapton. It's worth having. I mean, he's, it's my a great, Cream is great. My father-in-law's response was, that's a great record. You should totally get that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know he, I didn't know he had it on vinyl. And that's how we know 
that he didn't know where it was. That's okay. You know, no, and you're, I mean, you're going to be old and confused someday too. Hopefully, someone. I, I know, I know, but you take care of you. You had to know Bob, hmm. and here's how he told you that you were right and he was wrong. Oh, that's an idea. When he said that, that's when he said, "Huh, your opinion has merit." However, I'm going to keep doing the thing I'm doing. So, and that's when you know my wife was telling me a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago. She said, and I, and I'm like that that old crazy bastard. He wouldn't let me touch them. And so we, we were trying to work this mystery out, right? Because we couldn't find them for three months. We couldn't. I'm sorry. No, we couldn't find them for almost 18 months. This is this is the tip of the iceberg, by the way. I've got, for every one of these, there's another four or five in boxes behind me. We couldn't find them. Could not find them. And so when we finally figured it out, my wife goes, you know, it had to be he didn't know where they were. Because with your love of vinyl, my father-in-law's love of spending time with you, and your mutual love of beer, he would have put these albums on the turntable. You could have listened to them and drank beer together. I'm sad that we didn't get that. But. Yeah, that's a, that's a bummer, my friend. But uh, you have them now. And uh, I'm sure we could do more of these chasers as you go through more selections. But that's a really good poll right there. That's a quite this, a spot. This, no, this is the... <laughs> the cream of the crop? Yeah. there's. I mean, there's a lot of other crazy stuff in there that... Like he, well, I mean, he's got. Do you remember um, display records? Demonstrate demonstration demonstration. Oh albums. sure, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. demonstration albums in there. There's all kinds okay. of classical. There's all kinds of like Broadway. We stuff. talked about doing musicals, classical, Broadway, jazz. There's no rules in the Glacially Musical podcast, as far as I know. That is true. The The yeah. only rules are we drink while we do it. That's fair. It's needed. Uh, it is sometimes, like technical ecstasy or... Uh, most no of Quiet prayer. Riot. Fuck. <laughs> no prayer for the... Most, fucking, yes, most. Need fucking no, therapy after that fucking listen through. No prayer for the dying. Uh, but, so let's move on to Greener Pastures. This is the Chaser, so it's shot. Then Chaser, so next week is a new series. And we have gone back and forth and over and around. And I still haven't worked it out yet, but I will soon. Uh, but we're going to be doing King Diamond slash Merciful Fate of the 90s. I think what we're going to do is we're going to do probably six albums. So I think we can do maybe even eight. I think we can do, I think we can double up these pretty well, but we will see. Cause there is uh obviously uh, conspiracy, the eye spiders, lullaby in the shadows, uh, return of the vampire, um, into the unknown nine, which isn't even the ninth one, but whatever. Uh, voodoo, Abigail two. Uh, in the uh, the graveyard, there's I mean, so much. The oath. No, don't break the oath. It's '84. Okay. Oh, we're not doing. Oh, we're just doing the '90s. Is that '90s? Okay. I mean, at this point, I don't care about decades anymore. But I get it. <laughs> uh, we I'm just... trying to maintain some sort of semblance of the I, thing we were doing. I understand. I understand. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm. Ex- I'm super stoked. And and I was just uh, my friend was over, and we were just talking about. Psycho Las Vegas is the first and only North American tour date for Merciful Fate in forever. And I would since, really love to go. Since freaking nine and mm-hmm. nine, that is the, re- that is the, the version of the fate they're bringing back, which I will be honest. I find disappointing. However, I would rather have mediocre fate <clears throat> than no fate. I mean, we don't know that it's going to be mediocre. We don't I know what I know what nine sounded like. Yeah, but I don't think that's what they're. I mean, they're going to come and play the greatest hits and then make a. Yeah, I know, I year. know. I'm, I'm, like, but there, there's talk of new albums for 
both oh. Diamond and Fate. So Unfo well, I've already heard some of that King Diamond stuff live, and I love it. It's just right in line with everything else he ever did, so I have no issues. But yeah. I'm with you. Bands don't always shine when they come back from the abyss. Sometimes you look into an abyss, and abyss looks into you. And sometimes the abyss says, "Don't unretire." It's a mistake. Well, you know, uh, we'll save this for the news of the next one. But I have a really interesting news tidbit when we do our next episode next week. We will get that next week. I will ask you to take us out. All right, Nick, feel better soon. And uh, I no, I yes, I I had COVID. I'm actually shockingly okay. Yeah, well, it's just because you're vaxxed and boosted. Otherwise, you'd be dead, probably. Um, thank you so much for listening to the Glacially Musical Podcast. I've been Keefe. This is Nick. You can check us out on all the social medias. They'll be linked in the description, maybe. And, um, you know, as we often say, please, thank you for listening. Like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Deride us. Cheer us. We need the encouragement. Mostly encouragement. But uh, we'll also take some cheers. And Bronx cheers. We're down for it. This has been the Glacially Musical Podcast. It does not play in Peoria. Peoria.